for another edition of DJ and Yak Soccer Talk. Yak, if only we had something to talk about this week. Man, don't you wish there was something going on? It's a slow week. Come on. Uh, Mike Pecky suspended, yeah. comma, <laughs> again. Again, yeah. And it's kind of funny how this is timed out. Three years, three Julys, three suspensions. So funny thing about that. Okay. We were doing NBA stuff, and I said it's not really tampering, or it's not really summer until the Lakers start to tamper. Good point. Well, I guess it's not really summer until <laughs> Mike Pecky Mike Pecky suspended. Earns himself a suspension. Two years ago, the legendary hand him out tray, mm-hmm. the freaking printer broke. And by the way, I was just told, by the way, the problem with the printer was it wasn't as fast, it wasn't fast enough for an impatient Mike Pecky. So it wasn't actually broken. He was told it was broken. Ah. Pecky believes it was broken because he was told it was broken. And he goes with it. But he was told it was broken because simply they couldn't get everything done he wanted done, and he was busy charging down to the press conference to go yeah. nuts and get suspended. Okay. And so then he says, tells Jeff Agus, find me the next year, if I'm not mistaken. In Minnesota. Yeah. That was bigger. That was. I thought the one in Kansas City was actually fun. If I, th- I think if I were running a league, that's what I'd want. Okay. Now, I know he's questioning the officials, and they don't like that, and maybe yeah. I wouldn't if I were... But I thought that was the most fun. I thought the one in Minnesota was over the line. Now, this one, depending on what was or wasn't said, mm-hmm. and now there's reports out there, there's homophobic slurs Slurs used. being used, yeah. And that Major League Soccer has been trying to... Well, lots of people, but MLS included, have been trying to chant out a certain... The sport itself has been trying to get rid of this. Yeah. Large portions of the sport, Large, because okay, there are fair. portions of the sport that are not trying to stamp it out. Yeah. There's something fans yell on goal kicks, mm-hmm. and a lot of people want that to stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you, just, mm-hmm. you can't have the coach go in there. Yeah. You've got a, a, an owner who owns a team in the uh, NWSL, mm-hmm. and so there are openly gay players and openly gay coach there. Yeah. Uh, so you got LGBTQ issues, and you've got inside Major League Soccer. We've now had players come out, correct? And you got people whose families and friends are involved, and so yeah, that's a line you can't cross. The league is taking a stance, and when he if he crosses it, when he crosses it, when anybody crosses it, there's going to be a big suspension. Well, yeah, and especially that and the combination of, as you point out, three Julys in a row. Yeah, three matches, $25,000. He's going to have to go to sensitivity, training, anger management courses. And then the club itself, on top of everything the MLS handed down, said, two weeks, you are not involved with anything going on with the club. So, guess what? Playoff race continues on, and much as you lose a player, well, I'm sorry that player's gone, but win. Yeah. Win. Yes. You must win. And... Getting to the actual action on the field, credit to RSL for going to Dallas and doing what they did, in my mind. They went and pulled out a point for only the fourth time in franchise history. They had opportunities in that match to steal all three, but I think it's a credit to them. But yet, like you said, now just go win. You got New York City coming in. They're not as dominant as they were, but they are still quite a capable club. It was interesting talking to some of the players. They were saying that... um I think it was I think it was Buffalo I was talking to okay. about um, that these are two of the teams with the most unique home field advantages. Good point. There are others. You know, Atlanta's playing on turf in a dome with seventy thousand people. That's unique. Seattle's unique. Yeah. Portland and Sporting Kansas City and LAFC have three of the most passionate crowds. Absolutely. But RSL and Colorado play at altitude. 
Colorado's no good and has no fans, mm-hmm. so it's been a different deal. Yeah. Props to them for turning this season around, but there's a long way to go before that's a crazy atmosphere to play in. True, and they're sinking a little bit back to the pack. Right, but um, or back away from back the pack. Back away, yeah, <laughs> right. true. But New York City FC playing on that smaller field in, in Yankee Stadium, <laughs> and RSL playing uh-huh. in, at altitude in front of good crowds mm-hmm. with a good team. Yes. Those two home, you know, when you go on the road, and if you look, like RSL's home record is pretty good, but all the teams they're chasing, they need two more road wins. Yeah, they do. They need two more road wins to get where they want to go. Mm-hmm. Or they're going to have to close out undefeated at home and get some help, which could happen. Yeah, but you said Portland's coming on and they've come on. And they're gonna and they're gonna keep coming on. Absolutely. And they messed up a home game and only got one point, but they went right right out on the road and got mm-hmm. three at Seattle. Yeah, so they picked so up those points. They're gonna they're gonna there's a lot of projections that have them getting home not just in the playoffs, but getting home field advantage being top four. Yeah, absolutely. And that's not that would not be surprising to but I think anybody. As good as New York City has been, uh-huh. they are built for home. Correct. And they do have much better results at home than they do on the road. This is a totally winnable game. Absolutely. They have to come cross-country to elevation. You mentioned the fact that RSL has kind of that unique home uh, field advantage. Take it, take advantage of that and go out there, boss these guys around, take the three points. Like you said, you got to if, – if RSL wants to make the playoffs, they have got to keep up this home field advantage and they've got to make sure that they start picking up some results on the road. I think that FC Dallas is a good example of what they can do if they put their mind to it in my mind. But they have to, at home in particular, every time you go out, we need three points. Three points, three points, three points. We can't, we can't give away these points. I look at the way the team's been playing here. They've given up three goals in seven games. Mm-hmm. They are still terrible when they concede the first goal. Correct. One goal doesn't seem like a big deal. For them, it's a big deal. But it's a team that hasn't been able to get the two goals uh-huh. that make the one goal not a problem. Yeah. You know, what is the attack going to look like now? Uh, I talked to Albert Rusnak on Tuesday. He thinks he's going to be good to go Saturday. Well, that's a positive. He, tra- he said he trained the full session, mm-hmm. saw Sam running on the side. So that's a good sign that he's yeah. getting closer. But I don't expect him this week. Probably don't expect them a week after that. We'll just have to see how it plays out. Okay. But maybe in two to three weeks, maybe we're getting there. Originally, I heard, you know, eh, it could be six to eight weeks. So we'll see how that plays out, if he's on the short side of that or the long side of that. Well, if Albert's back, Demir up top, Severino on the right, both on the left, I think is their strongest front four. What they'll do... We'll find out. It's Freddie, Freddie <laughs> not, Juarez's decision. But I, I think that's point. the way. Well, they, they put Demir up top. They score four goals. Now, when you look at the individual goals, I don't know that they scored them because Demir is the striker and they're running in behind him. I mean, I know all the theories, mm-hmm. but realistically what happened was they defended all over the field. They forced giveaways in really dangerous position, and Correct. then they finished. Yeah. A, the shot's on frame. B, it's not right at the keeper. Yes. If you look at a lot of the shots that have been taken and set the Silva header away, because okay. that Silver in Dallas, yeah. his header was on frame, mm-hmm. and I thought Gonzalez made a really good save. He did. Absolutely. Moved to his left, stretched out, All credit to got him a on palm that. on it. Right, yeah. exactly. But I thought they had three good chances to score. They did. When one goal would have meant the three full three points, Corey Baird put that ball right at the keeper. Mm-hmm. And it still could have gone in. He hit it so quick, it could have, like, you know, 
you taken a deflection off the leg and gone in. Yeah, absolutely. Somehow it hit the leg square. You know, if he hadn't hit it at the keeper, it would have gone in because the keeper wouldn't have time to react. Yeah. Even though he did hit it at the keeper, it still could have gone in and it didn't. Mm Mm-hmm. It, it's unbelievable. And Krylock had a header unmarked that's what early. I, up. That was what, I consider those those were the three golden chances. There were some other half chances. but The I thought, service on that header and for Demir not even get that on frame was disappointing. I thought maybe it was a little behind him. A little. Maybe. But still, he was disappointed he didn't get on frame. Yeah. I'm with you. And and I thought it was going to be on frame, and I was yeah. surprised when it wasn't. So, well, and, But yeah, go ahead. three chances. Yeah. You got to finish one of them. Now, Rusnak says, you know, it's Philadelphia. He says, this isn't the first time this happened to us. And he says, in Philadelphia, we finish one of the early chances we get. And then you've got all that time afterwards with the pressure off. Mm-hmm. And now you finish the second, you finish the third, you end up scoring four goals. Yeah, it's true. Because the pressure is off. Yeah, because all of a sudden you're like, okay, well, hey, we, we broke through here. We're okay. And it does make you relax. But if you look at the upcoming schedule after this New York City FC match, mm-hmm. At Sporting Kansas City, and I get we all know that SKC has had their issues. They've had their issues, but then you're three games in eight days, three matches in eight days. Seattle and LAFC coming to town. Yeah. So this match right now, you're looking at saying, yeah, we need three points, without question. Yeah. I still circle fifty as the golden number. Now it's possible with with ties and with people beating each other up that you'll get in at forty six, forty seven, forty eight. But I also feel like the bar has changed, Mm -hmm. and maybe it hasn't sunk into people yet. But we got a new playoff format now, and and I like it. I like it a lot. I wish they'd gone to it earlier. I can't believe they didn't go to it earlier, but I'm glad they went to it now. Yeah. The regular season means more because home field advantage means more. It Mm -hmm. used to be you get down those last four teams. And you had the home and home leg, correct? And you don't have that anymore. It's it looks like the NFL playoffs. It's it's what? knockout style. Yeah, let's go. Uh, and you want to be on your home field. But what, what is that line from the uh, from one of the Road Warrior flicks? Oh, two men enter, one one man leaves, something like that. One yeah. man exits. Yes, Thunderdome. <laughs> Thunderdome. Yeah. Yep. Tina Turner, right? Yep. Old school. That's an old. Two movie. men enter, that. one man exit. Yeah. Well, that's how the MLS playoffs are. It is. Two yeah. teams enter, one team exits. So getting to seven can't be the goal. And they're not that far away from four No, if they win a couple on the road and they keep taking care of business at home. And at four, you get a home game. And one additional note on all of this, RSL has the most remaining home matches amongst all Western Conference teams down the stretch. Seven. What about Portland? I was that, well, and this is I'm quoting this off of Matt Doyle. Matt Doyle said that RSL has the most uh, home matches remaining. All right, well, don't mess him up. That could be wrong, but if he says that, I'm going to go with it because Matt normally is on top of such things. So, but if Portland is, they still have a favorable schedule down the stretch. They do. So take no, advantage. It's Portland. It is Portland. Portland's played six home games, so also they got they eleven left. Okay, well, okay, second most then, but take advantage of that at, at minimum. Take all the points you can take from those home matches. But like you said. You need to go and get one or two road wins down the stretch here at some at some point. And FC Dallas, like you said, those three golden chances, you bury one of those, and it takes all kinds of pressure off of you and forces it right back onto FC Dallas. Because I loved Dunny. <laughs> I think was it was it pregame or early in the match. He's talking about, hey, guess what time of year it is? It's the time for FC Dallas to collapse down the stretch. And he's right because we've all seen FC Dallas do it year in and year out. I just think there's something about Dallas and Houston playing, yeah, training, and absolutely. living in that heat and humidity. Yeah. They haven't been able to, and maybe it's the depth of the rosters too. 
it takes a lot out of you that that weather absolutely we you saw it late in that match RSL was starting to wilt a bit and it just takes a lot out of guys so there's a big opportunity for RSL especially kind of in this near term of the schedule when you have two of the Western Conference heavyweights coming in you've got a road match at one of your rivals coming up New York City FC is looking like one of those games that is a must win even though I think midway through the season you're like why are we talking about must wins but you need those three points there's no doubt about it got to give new york city some credit they have gotten some results on the road against the west even Mm -hmm. though it feels like they're built for that field they went to la and beat the galaxy earlier this year Uh, they went to minnesota and played a crazy 3-3 game with them um they also went to Colorado and won, which RSL only has two road wins. That's yeah. one of them. Uh, so they went to Colorado and won. So it'll be interesting to see how this uh, how this plays out. But no Mike Pecky. And I, I don't know that uh, we've gotten the full story or that we're going to. Or that we're going to. Yeah. I've heard lots of stuff. So Well, social media has been ablaze with all kinds yeah, of stuff. I can't trust everything you hear. There. Exactly. But I've talked to some people, and like I said, I'm with you. We'll never get the full story. But the tidbits that have been leaking out, not great. <laughs> he's got to keep from. I I get he's competitive and fiery, but there's a good know, line. Coaches tell players don't create distractions, mm-hmm. and the suspensions are distractions, Absolutely. regardless of what it was leading up to them. Yeah, that made this happen. You're gonna, you're away from your team for two weeks with no contact in essence here, and you're three matches away. It's a massive distraction. I'm with you, DJ. Coaches, I had a high school coach, and this is high school football I'm talking about. And his one of his favorite lines to quote to us was, "There is a line, do not cross it." Yeah. All right. Well, it's Freddie Juarez. We'll see what kind of lineup he runs out there. Yep. I expect Demir up top. I wouldn't surprise. I don't me. know what he's going to do. You know, I don't know what he's going to do at center back either. Well, uh, I was going to ask you, Natum. Natum so Natum, Natum yeah. was back and, and looked good. You know, he took a knock, mm-hmm. but then the, it wasn't all injury related. He had to go do visa stuff. He had to go back, and to he had to England. go back to England. Yeah, and so he's back. And you know where they will go with that? I mean, as we sit here, we record this on a Wednesday. There's still, you know, guys can still get hurt, either injured or, I guess, in the case of someone like Albert, re-injured or something. You yeah. know, so lots of stuff can happen. But I thought Silva played well, and mm-hmm. for a team that's struggling to score goals, he gives you a little bit of a threat. He does. I mean, two goals, one uh, the header off a corner, and the other ball was recycled, and <laughs> that holds sideways scissor, scissor almost to the bike. That was scissors kick to the bike. A, yeah, right. Quite a finish. It was. It was. Yeah. That was a quality. If he'd been an attacker and done that, we all went, oh, that's a nice finish right there. But, but he's, he's a, a defender. central defender. Right, yeah. yeah. And so he gives him a couple goals. Natum hasn't scored. Justin Glad hasn't scored. Glad says that's one of his goals. And he's been close he's a couple had times. Looks. He's had looks on some of those set pieces. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. I don't know. It's not an easy call. I, I think the form that Natum and, and Justin were in, you should go back to them. But then Natum's out, and Silva played great. He did. And so, that's a credit to Silva because we've all kind of wondered – Okay, you're going to stay healthy here for a for extended it's the, stretch. It's the cool thing about having depth and having three guys for two spots. Yeah. Is the guy who's out is chomping the bit, and when he gets in, he's like, man, if I mess this up, it could be six weeks, two I'm, months. I'm how, long, go perform. how long before yeah. I get another chance? Yeah, you go you know? out there. And, and hopefully that's going to pay off with the guys attacking and the goal scorers. Mm-hmm. Because if you remember, Severino got buried earlier this year, and then Sam Johnson was late, and so Severino gets into a starting 11, plays great, and now they haven't been able to get him out. Yeah. So, all right, DJ, Yak, DJ and Yak Soccer Talk, all things RSL. Saturday night, New York City FC at 8 o'clock with Freddie calling the shots and Mike. Somewhere. 
At home, I guess. I have it. Well, it can't be at the stadium. It needs no yeah, contact. No contact. Yeah. All right. We will talk to you again next week. See ya.